Hong Kong's much-anticipated Patriots-only election witnessed a dismal record low turnout, leaving both local and international observers somewhat bewildered. The long-anticipated exercise in democracy touted by Beijing as a step towards stability seemed to have fallen flat as the city's residents chose to stay away from the polls in droves. Let's head to New York and David Jang joins us now from China Insider. Great to see you. This obviously a big test for China, Beijing's view of what Hong Kong should be. How do the people respond? The people really answered by not participating in this election cycle by voting for only 20% of the entire city district council uh, out of 478. If 470 seats shows you exactly how much control Beijing is giving to uh, the voters. And so it's precisely right that they call this the patriot only election because only those that are in love with the Beijing government's control over Hong Kong uh, participated. And we saw that with the voter turnout, I believe was 27 something percent. Whereas if you compare that to the 2019 voter turnout, that was 71 percent. So a huge decrease. And I believe um, part of that is due to the 2019-2020 national security law which are draconian by measure and has essentially censored and silenced the city from uh, that point on. Yeah, well, in one side, it feels like what's the point of participating in an election if we know what the results are going to be? The other point could be, though, that, and I'll put this as a question, do the people of Hong Kong now know that Beijing doesn't want elections and so therefore they're not participating? What do you think it sits on? I think it's both, actually. Uh, given the fact that we've seen protests over the years, uh, 2014, 2019, the resistance is clear. It's by physical demonstrations from the people in Hong Kong that they don't want a totalitarian version of government into the city. But then Beijing went ahead and enacted and installed uh, Beijing-appointed leaderships into the city anyways. So I think part of it is Beijing wants to still maintain that shell of that it's a democratic city. But then at the end of the day, I think they want as much control as possible. So I think Hong Kong today is no different than a regular city in, in the mainland. And uh, they don't wish for a free and fair election going forward. You know, David, Hong Kong was one of my favorite cities in the world. All of my expat friends have either lived there or want to live there or plan to live there right up until these draconian laws you mentioned came into force. What is the Hong Kong of today? We know that it was severely battered during the lockdowns of COVID. Cathay Pacific was one of the most impacted airlines in the world, still struggling to return to normality after the lockdowns ended. What's Hong Kong like today? What do you hear? What do you know? Well, unfortunately, for what used to be the economic capital of Asia, uh, Hong Kong has lost its place simply because now it is it cannot compete economically in a free market system as it is now part of China. Uh, socially or politically, you've lost the talent, you've lost the political uh, I guess you could say activism with the young, uh, either they were arrested, jailed, or they fled the city. So you've lost talent, you've lost the ideas of loving the city. And now it seems like, you know, you go to Hong Kong, you can still go there and visit the shops, the markets, the, shop, uh, the, the restaurants, but the soul of the city seems to have fled with those that uh, were participating in the marches, in the protests over the years. And so today I can't say Hong Kong is any different than another city in China, perhaps one that uh, has lost the most amount 
over the years. Yeah, well, it's lost to Singapore, right? Because that's where so many of the Western expats and banks have gone to. Do you think it'll get worse? Do you think we'll see more banks, more of the big international companies shift out of Hong Kong, which had once been, I suppose, the British port, uh, the Western British port to China. Now it's become the Chinese Western port to China. And slowly but surely that seems to be ending. Do you think that it will go uh, in the direction of opening up more to the West or do you think it will be further closed off to the West? I think it will be further closed off. We've seen that Moody's has downgraded Hong Kong, Macau, and mainland China's future outlook for their credit uh, credit ratings. And this is a reflection. Unfortunately, I think Western investors and and companies realize that Hong Kong today cannot make them as much money as before. And, And the core of this is there's a political umbrella overshadowing everything, including Hong Kong, uh, where the central government in Beijing does everything politically over economic uh, rationality. So I think at the end of the day, it's going to get worse. Uh, in fact, I think it's accelerating towards that the same way that mainland Chinese cities like Shanghai and Beijing are going to uh, close off more too. All right, David Jang from China Insider. I love your publication and your work. Always here on Ticket. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye.